This episode of Contracting Conversations is brought to you by BSCAI's Contractor Connections Content Hub. Browse recent articles providing insights on industry trends, profiles on influential speakers and industry leaders, tips to help your business succeed, and more. Visit bscaiorg contractor connections. Welcome to Contracting Conversations, a podcast series from the Building Service Contractors Association International. Through a series of interviews with entrepreneurs, business owners, and executives, this podcast aims to provide insights, trends, and tactics to support the growth and development of business owners serving the contract cleaning and facility maintenance industry. Welcome to Contracting Conversations, the official podcast of BSCAI. I'm your host, Lauren Leocoris. On this episode, I speak with Rachel Sanchez, CEO and Managing Partner of Prestige Maintenance USA, about how she helped grow Prestige into one of the largest woman and family-owned custodial and facilities maintenance companies in the nation, as well as how she advocates for women and diverse communities within the industry. Support for Contracting Conversations comes from our premier partners, 3M, Diversity, Karcher, and Team Software. Learn more about our partners and their category-leading solutions for contractors at bscaiorg partners. So to get us started, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, Lauren. I'm Rachel Sanchez, CEO of Prestige Maintenance USA. Excellent. And Rachel, thank you so much for being part of Contracting Conversations. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So to start us off, how did you come to be involved in the custodial and facilities maintenance industry? Well, Lauren, I really, it found me. (laughs) My parents, Alex and Marie, founded our company 46 years ago. And from the beginning, their vision was to create something that they would pass down to their children. So my brother, Jason, and I, we were both groomed in the business from a very young age. And I really appreciate and admire the long-term vision that my parents had. So we, you know, as far as grooming us in the industry, we accompanied my parents to the job site from the time we were really young. And I'm talking like baby swing young. It was really different back then. But once I was old enough to push a broom, that's exactly what I did. And so my first role in the company was a custodian. And as I got older and the business grew, I learned more areas of the business. And when I was a teenager, I remember I was so excited because I got a big promotion and I was able to start working in the office with my mom, typing up invoices to send to clients. And so that was kind of just a neat transition for me to start learning more of the business side of things. And just through the years, I've held various roles throughout the organization. And Jason and I both began leading the organization in 2013. So my parents are, they are involved in the business as advisors, but no longer in the day-to-day operations. What a cool story. Thank you so much for sharing. I love to hear how certain entrepreneurial folks in the industry get their start. And when it comes down to it, it's, this was kind of in my blood and this, I just sort of fell into this. Yeah. Excellent. So what specific aspects of the industry inspire you and really drive your passion? 
So I'm a people person. So I think it always, for me, I'm inspired by the people, individuals that we have as part of our prestige family that have made their career home with us. That just really inspires me. And we've had so many that have done that. We've been able to see individuals grow and develop their skills. We've got some people that have started with the company in an entry-level position, and now they're in leadership roles. And I just love seeing that. I also get super inspired by being around my fellow BSCs and hearing their stories. BSCAI is one of the organizations I'm involved in where I see this more than any other place, and that is being surrounded by fellow family-owned businesses. There's just a number of them in our industry, and I enjoy learning their stories. And I mean, there's some that are actively involved that are on fourth generation, and I'm just like, wow, that's inspiring stuff for me. And Rachel, can you talk a little bit about the ways in which you and your family built prestige maintenance into the company it is today? Yeah, so it's really interesting. When my parents started the business and they were just at the kitchen table talking about what they wanted to name the company, and they really had a goal in mind to bring professionalism to an industry that just wasn't known as one, you know, in the late 70s. So that's why they decided on the name Prestige Maintenance. And I love that they just had that vision and and they didn't just, you know, we say they didn't name it like Alan Marie's. They really wanted to bring something unique and different to the industry. And they worked hard to establish a strong foundation to build our company on. Our company values, they're really woven throughout the fabric of Prestige. And we refer to them as our four R's which are to be respectful, responsive, reliable, and results-driven. And so almost everything that we do, it comes down to people. And so I believe really having our people and our clients as a focus, really living out those core values each day has helped us really create the kind of company that we are today. I feel like too, it's, it's so easy to work for a company like that, because if you understand the passion and the commitment coming from the leadership. I mean, it just makes going to work and doing your job so much more fulfilling. Yes. In what ways are you involved with the diverse supplier community? And why do you personally believe it's important to nurture that community? So we were introduced to the Women's Business Council Southwest back in 2003. And then we became a certified woman-owned business in 2004. And I recall going to my first national event and getting this amazing glimpse into this whole other network. Um, It happened to be their 10th anniversary of the organization, and it was an awards gala. So I was really inspired by all the various businesses and hearing from these large, well-known Fortune 500 companies on their commitment to work with women-owned businesses, why it's important, and then just the recognition that they shared for some of those diverse suppliers and what a part of their success that they were. And so when I saw that, I just remember sitting in that room and thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I really want to be involved and have a real active participation. And I think it's important to nurture that community because women-owned businesses are one of the fastest growing segments of our economy. And companies are just better when they're able to reflect 
the diversity of their customers. And so I think that that's just something important for all of us to think about. And through our involvement, not only do we work with large corporations that support diverse owned companies, but we have found some of our best and most reliable vendors through that same organization. And the Women's Business Council Southwest Vision is lifting up women-owned businesses and positively impacting the community through inclusive and prosperous partnerships for all. And it's not just a vision they talk about. I'm really able to see that in action and have that front row seat to it. That's excellent. Just so inspiring, the work that's being done and the fact that there is work behind the mission statement and really doing your due diligence and in the in the grassroots level and building other women up in the industry. That's awesome. So beyond the diversifier community, I know you're also involved with the Women's Business Council. So can you speak to how you're specifically involved and how you've worked to build other women up in the industry, again, beyond the diverse supplier community involvement? Yeah, so we're an active member of the Women's Business Council Southwest, and it's one I really believe in, which is why I really enjoy serving on it, sponsoring council events. I'm currently serving on the board of directors, and it's comprised of fellow women business owners, but also executives from member corporations. And it's really a passionate group of leaders that collaborate well together and ultimately work to create opportunities for women-owned companies to grow. And it's interesting because it's a board where you don't have to go and solicit people to serve. People really want to be a part of it because they've seen what an impact that it does make. And I'm also involved in the certification committee. And so that really allows me to have the opportunity to meet women that are going through the process to become a certified woman-owned business. And I just really enjoy that because I meet all these incredible women, lots of different businesses, They took the risk, started a business, had this idea and fulfilling that vision. And so when I'm able to meet them at that very beginning of the journey, I really take the opportunity to share with them the various resources that the council offers and how it can impact their business positively. And something I really appreciate is just how the council continues to look at the ever-changing business landscape and how it can bring more value to members and creating programming to be able to meet a business where they're at in their life cycle. So, yeah, I mean, I think the involvement really comes from serving, being a part of those events. And then as far as we have been able to create our own supplier diversity program for prestige. And so when we are going out to, we have RFPs for various things and we are very intentional about creating, you know, giving women-owned, diverse-owned companies an opportunity to win business with us as well. And so some of our most reliable vendors that we have are ones that we have found through that organization. Absolutely. And Rachel, what advice do you have for other women looking to get their start in the industry, whether that be with their own company or an existing company? I would say don't go it alone. I think that many times as a business owner, you can feel alone in the process and like nobody else is going through this, but it's just not the case. 
And so there's just, there's incredible organizations to tap into where you can connect with fellow business owners. You know, I've tapped into the Women's Business Council Southwest, also the Women's Presidents Organization. Those two groups, I'm able to have a network of other women-owned business. Most of those are not in my industry, but there's so much to learn from them. And then I would say definitely get involved with BSCAI. There's I gained so much from being around my peers in this industry and learning from them. The SCAI has a lot to offer from education, just the networking opportunities, the peer groups. And so that would be my biggest advice is just not to not to go on this journey alone. Perfect. And Rachel, my last question for you is looking ahead to the next five years, what are you most excited about? So a couple things, I think the value that our industry brings to companies, the pandemic has been very unfortunate. One of the things that I do think though, is the cleaning industry is really being recognized and acknowledged more for the value that we bring. And I think that's here to stay as BSCs. We also have an obligation to advocate for the value that we bring. So I'm just kind of looking ahead to the future and five years from now, I'm excited to see our industry to be valued. And I'm also excited to see more women join our industry and just in general, women taking on more leadership roles. We continue to see more female CEOs of public companies. And I think we're going to continue to see that because companies are realizing the value that women bring in those leadership positions. So I think that's going to continue and it'll be exciting to see. Rachel, thank you so much for being part of this episode of Contracting Conversations. I so thoroughly enjoyed our discussion today, and I'm looking forward to sharing this episode with our BSC community. Thank you, Lauren. It was great to be a part of this. Thank you for listening to this episode of Contracting Conversations from BSCAI. If you liked what you heard and want to find out more or listen to previous episodes, head over to bscaiorg podcast. There, you can also subscribe to our newsletter so you never miss industry news, updates, and great tips. Subscribe to Contracting Conversations on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And learn more about our community on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube.